0: Hey, I'm Emily Duncan Wilson and I'm the producer of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast as much as we do, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org/donate. Thanks. What's it like to be an opera singer? What about getting to meet your opera idol? Or sing in your native language? Or what about getting to do all of that at the Metropolitan Opera? All that and more as we chat with soprano Gabriela Reyes, who's singing the role of Rosalba in the Met's production of Florencia and el Amazonas. Today on...
1: Classical Sprouts!
0: Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm your producer, Emily Duncan Wilson, and I got to go to the dress rehearsal at the Metropolitan Opera in New York City for a new production this season, Daniel Catan's Florencia and El Amazonas. We have a whole other episode all about the puppets, the design, and the director's vision for the piece, so check that one out too if you haven't already. And today, we're getting to hear a bit more about how it felt while making the piece, and what it's like to sing with your idol on the Met stage. When I was at the Met, I got to chat with the amazingly talented and so, so kind Gabriela Reyes, who's performing the role of Rosalba in Florencia. Rosalba is a young journalist on the same boat going down the Amazon, and she's writing a book about the mysterious opera diva Florencia Grimaldi. But get this, she's never met her and doesn't even know what she looks like, so Rosalba has no idea that Florencia is actually on the same boat. Rosalba also falls in love with the captain's nephew, Arcadio, but resists it and then deals with some big emotions. Let's hear a bit from Gabriela herself.
2: Hi, my name is Gabriela Reyes, and I'm singing Rosalba in Florencia en el Amazonas. How did you meet Florencia as a piece, and how did you start the process? Florencia as a piece has shown up in my life a couple times. The first time I heard it, I was in conservatory music, and a friend of mine sang Florencia's first aria in class, and it was the first time I had heard an opera in Spanish. At that time, I, I was very young. I didn't really know much, but I knew that this existed, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It was so beautiful, so rich, and she was a Mexican singer, and so the way she sang it, too, was just... It's something about being a native speaker, singing in your own language. It was incredible. So that was the first time. The second time, the Met does this competition. The Met National Council auditions. It's now called the La Font competition. But I sang Florencia's Act II aria, and that was actually the first thing I ever did with the orchestra. When I first set foot on this stage for the first time and heard that orchestra play this score, I just about fell over. (laughs) It was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. So then after that, I did Florencia for the first time in Chicago Lyric Opera over the pandemic when everything was opening up again. And Rosalba, that first time was amazing to do. But this time around, meeting Rosalba a second time, I feel like I was able to dive deeper in her character, understand her, her why she is the way she is. And, I mean, she's a young girl. She's very dedicated to her writing. She has to finish her biography on La Diva Florencia Grimaldi. And to her, that's there's nothing else that matters in life but that. But she does realize and learn from Florencia herself that you have to let love in. You can't just keep your blinders on because that's not what life is about life is about living a you have to be open to what it brings to you and love is kind of the answer to everything love letting love in allows you to be a, a better human all in all a better artist a better partner a better sibling you know in all ways and those are things that you can take from this opera and bring it to your everyday life if you let love in Your whole life improves. (laughs) It was liberating to be able to sing in a language that I have been speaking since birth. My parents came from Nicaragua and they made it a point to teach me Spanish since I was a child. And... You know, for so long as a kid, being a daughter of immigrants, I always tried to speak English as best as I could, as best as I could, because I wanted to assimilate. But as an adult and as I've grown throughout the years, really embracing my Hispanic heritage has been also another answer to life. It's it's like, how who how else can I live if not be myself and embrace where I come from. And so singing in Spanish on this stage was something that, oh my gosh, it, if my ancestors could have seen me, I know they'd be so proud. I feel so proud of everyone on this team, of the administration here at the Met, to, to choose to do a Spanish opera. It really, oop, I'm getting teary-eyed. <laughs> it brings me to tears to know that they care, and they care about... Um, representing the full spectrum of humanity. And we are in, we're represented so well, and it has brought together everybody, everybody in this building. We have gotten together, um, all the Latinos that work here at the Met, we all got on stage and took a picture together everyone from from the people that work in in the IT department to house management to the kitchen the, the 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 people that feed us every day we all got on that stage together as a family and it was something that's never been done here at the met never but to see them walk on stage and look around for the first time we the us as a cast are like come 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 because this is your stage too. What you you're you matter just as much as every single one of us. You're a part of this. This is your opera too. And we're we're doing this not just for ourselves, but for each and every one of you. When people work together as a team, we share a, a vision and we're all committed to the vision, and that with that. The work that we put in is full of love because truly this has been a work of love. Putting this show up on its feet from day one, there has been no shortage of love going around. We're all cheering for each other.
0: Now, Sprouts, after the break, we're going to hear from Sprouts just like you who were seeing their very first opera that same day. During the break, make sure to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you always know when a new episode is available, and so more Sprouts like you can find out about us. We have pictures and video from the production on our website, classicalsprouts.org, so you can see and hear what this Amazonian world looks like. Stick around, Sprouts. We'll see you after the break.
3: Getting bogged down by how much new music there is out there? There's a lot. Consider a daily dose of the All Songs Considered podcast. It's the easiest way to get tuned into the music world. We spend hours combing through the new music universe, from emerging bands to time-tested icons, to bring you your next favorite artist. To get up on your music know-how, listen to All Songs Considered from NPR.
0: Welcome back, Sprouts. I can't wait to hear more from Gabriella. But first, I have something else to share. During intermission, I got to chat with some Sprouts who were there on a school field trip to see Florencia. Let's meet them.
1: My name's Ashley. I'm 10 years old. I live in New York City. My name is Jalen. I am 11. I live here in New York. Amazing. Okay, So we have just seen the first act
0: of Florencia and El Amazonas. What has been your favorite part so far?
1: Well, my favorite part was like when like they were like arguing and stuff because like <laughs> like um it, it, because like the screams and like the sound and yeah. My favorite part was when the captain got shocked by lightning because he, they were kept on fi- they kept on trying to find Alvaro and Arcadio but they couldn't find them. Have you been to the opera before? I have never.
0: And how do you like it so far? I loved it. Did you already have an idea of what opera might be like? And how does this, does it feel like
1: what you think opera is like? Yeah, I did have an idea. I thought it was like, I thought that there were like going to be like the scream in the back, like, like for example, a video. But it was actually like made believe, like with things, like coming out. And like, it was like very realistic though with the, like the little red sparks everywhere, it just like came out from from nowhere. I have not been to the opera before. I do like it because it, it's really realistic. Can you understand what they're saying when they're singing? Yeah, I did because like I clicked the button in. and I kept on reading in the Spanish so I could actually understand the, what they're saying because since they were singing in Spanish,
0: Do you have, either of you, have anything else that you want to say that you are so excited about or your favorite costume or what you think might happen in the second act?
1: So I think, well, like the costumes were very beautiful and like at the very end, I think it'll be like like a very gorgeous thing um, and more beautiful outfits. I think the costumes are really good, but at the end, I think it's going to be that Florencia is going to find her lost boyfriend. Because Florencia was talking, how he'll wait for her, but he never
0: did. Now, I'm not so sure we're going to see Florencia find her lost love, Cristobal, but after hearing their favorite parts, I had
2: to ask Gabriela hers. Ah, there's so many moments. When Rosalba and Florencia are talking, when she meets her diva, her icon, for the first time, I just die. Because in real life, I'm also a big Eileen Perez fan. (laughs) And I have been since I was a college student. So to be singing on stage with one of my role models, biggest role models out there, I relate a lot to Rosalba, who meets her icon, Florencia Grimaldi. And so when we sing with each other, I, I'm i like pinching myself. I'm like, I'm on stage with Eileen Perez. <laughs> and it's amazing. And and she has been such, such a real life hero she's been so sweet she feels like a big sister she's looked out for me this whole process and yeah i really feel that like big sister vibe with her the way florencia kind of takes rosalba and teaches her a little bit more about life let love in you can do this too oh i feel that in in real life with with eileen actors on stage it really felt like we were all telling a story together not one part is more than the other we were a team we were all living in this world of florencia on the boat on the amazon on our way down and it was so cool it was honestly like cool if i i know i should use a different word than cool but cool was the word (laughs) it was a lot of fun
0: To wrap up my conversation, I asked not only Gabriella, but also director Mary Zimmerman and puppeteer and puppet designer Tom Lee what they hope young audiences will take away from seeing Florencia and El Amazonas.
3: My name is Tom Lee, and I'm um, a puppeteer and a puppet designer from the Chicago Puppet Studio in Florencia and El Amazonas. Oh my gosh, so many things. First of all, that opera is for everyone that it speaks in a language much like puppetry that goes deeper than where you're from or how much money you might have or what you look like. When somebody is singing on stage with music, that is one of the most powerful human expressions. And I just want kids out there to know that that is something that you can enjoy and love and even be part of. And I think that, just even the act of singing, the act of performing, the act of being on stage is something incredibly brave and also something incredibly fun and freeing. I was a kind of shy actor before I got into being a puppeteer. And um, now I've reached a place doing this work for so many years where I feel so lucky and, and feel a real joy when people respond to that. So to kids out there, I just say, just keep keep your mind and your ears open and listen to as much as you can and try to make your own music.
0: My name is Mary Zimmerman and I'm the director of Florencia. I hope that Younger audiences just have a great experience of being transported to another place. This is a very, very colorful production, a kind of eternal summer in the production of emerald green and fuchsia pink, all of these beautiful colors.
2: I hope that kids can leave this and and know, you too can do this. You can do this. It's it's an art form that is, it's so beautiful. It it encompasses all parts of storytelling through movement, through um, the costumes, through the scenery, through the singers, the orchestra. It's just such a complete art form. It's really beautiful. So, you can do it too. If you approach whatever job you're doing, whatever art, whatever art form you're working on, whether if it's writing or dancing or painting, singing, if you're starting it as a labor of love because you care about it, because you care about bringing something good to others and to yourself, there's no limit into what you can create. It's really the world is yours. You can absolutely create magic, but it needs to start with love.
0: Thank you all so much for joining us on Classical Sprouts. Thank you.
2: Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Emily.
0: Thank you so much. And thank your listeners for appreciating and being drawn to this art form. Alrighty, Sprouts, thanks so much for hanging out with me today, as we got to meet a real opera star and hear all about what it's like to perform at the Met, to sing in Spanish, and to create a piece of art that means something to the people making it. We've got more info about the Met's production of Florencia, including photos, links, arias, and more on our website at classicalsprouts.org. So be sure to check us out there and follow us on Instagram at classicalsprouts. Huge thanks to Chanel Williams from the Met and Gabriela Reyes, Mary Zimmerman, and Tom Lee from this production of Florencia and El Amazonas and Sprouts, Nashali and Jalen from New York for sharing their art, their thoughts, and their voices with us for this episode. I'm Emily Duncan Wilson. Adios!